0: Welcome to our Game of the Year show. Uh, Firstly, we hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and are enjoying some downtime, maybe with some new games perhaps. Um, We are pre-recording this so as not to miss an episode, uh, just so you're aware. Um, In this week's episode, we will be listing our top games of 2023. And when I say we, I mean myself, Jess. I have Pure Dead Craig with me. Hello. We also have Couchy. Who you'll know from Pure Dead Xbox. Hi, country. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to be here. Uh,
0: and we have Donnie from Pure Dead PlayStation. Can't
2: you go first. You were getting top Bellen and you <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> top villain and he's fucked it. I can't believe it. Fuck's sake. <laughs> well, um, let's, yeah, let's we're, this.
0: we're all very really different gamers, so this is going to be very interesting. Um, Wait, you're not going to
2: introduce the person from Pure Dead Nintendo? Pure Dead Nintendo. <laughs> Is it just dead Nintendo?
0: I'm the only one with Nintendo games featured, I believe. So, wow, um, Yeah, how is everyone?
1: Very well, very well. Yes, not too bad.
2: I'm concerned that this ge- this podcast was introduced as the top game of the year
1: when we've all got top fives.
0: My apologies. So is I think that you
1: a, ma- a plural in there? Is that a mail already, and we've only just started?
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm willing to
1: go ahead and say absolutely.
0: Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, come, coming up with your top games of 2023, like, did you find it an easy or difficult task? I think like, in one sense it's quite easy because there's been so many good games, but also quite difficult to sort of rank them all.
1: I found it really difficult. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest and say I had to first start and make a list of everything that I'd played, and then that... That's what I did. Yep. I... Then it broke down into a list of what I'd actually completed and what I hadn't, and then I went about scoring them. So, yeah, it took me ages. I won't get on.
3: Yeah, and for yeah. me, I didn't find it that difficult because I've had so much time consumed by a couple of games this year, shall we say, before I kind of spoil one ahead. So it's mine was, I think, a bit more easier than yours, but narrowing it down to five was difficult, and then the order was probably the hardest bit for me.
2: I'm the same as you, Donny. I found the order the hardest. Like, I started off by making a top 10, and there were no particular order, and that was easy enough. And then I was like, right, okay, And then I managed to get into a top five. But I was like, I don't know, like, as good as a year it's, as it's been, there are, I mean, I do have a number one, but I don't know, on a different day, that number one could be number three, and number three could be number one, or like, I don't know. I just, the, the order I found quite difficult. Mm.
1: Yeah, uh, no, it was totally the same for me. Uh, I'll be fair. I think I went back and forth about four or five times on like numbers five, four, and three. Two and one were pretty sorted for me. To be fair, but the the other three could have kind of chopped and changed with multiple different games that I played. And there was a few that I really, really didn't want to miss out. But fives, all that I had. So,
3: mm-hmm. and three. If you if you'd asked me twelve months ago what do you think your top five would be? Based on what we roughly knew was coming out this year, I think I could have told you three of mine a year ago.
1: Uh, I definitely wouldn't have been able to say that because there's some right surprises in there for me. Yeah,
3: I could have almost guaranteed that three of the ones I've picked, I would have gone a year ago, they'll be in my top five.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, there's only really one that's a surprise for me.
0: No, I've got a few surprises. Um, but yes, okay, let's get into it then. So, what we're going to do is each take it in turns to share our top five picks from five to obviously one. Um, if there are any overlaps, we'll skip that until it gets to like the highest ranking, if that makes sense. So, follow along. Um, since you moaned about it, Donnie, you can go first.
1: No,
3: I was gonna let Couchy go first, but
1: mm-hmm. I have to go first. I think you should
3: go oh. first. Fine, I'll go first My number five You're like two
2: fucking women holding the door for each other
3: (laughs) I was trying trying to be a gentleman there Do you know what I mean, for our esteemed guest You know, it's not often It's not often that someone representing Xbox is representing Game of the Year So I was trying to be nice I know, and I actually played (laughs) games, imagine that (laughs) Right, shade done, let's get this on the road (laughs) Um, My number five was Final Fantasy Sixteen. Final Fantasy 16. What? Callum's favourite. Yeah, Callum's favourite. Um, I'll be honest with you, this is one of the ones when I said it would have been on my list this year. Must admit, I thought it would have been a little bit higher. That probably tells mm. you the strength of the year and maybe some of the sort of niggles that I had with Final Fantasy 16 overall. But as a game, just superb. You know, the, the storytelling. As usual, what you expect in a in a Final Fantasy game was just top notch. You know, everything from kind of start to finish, you know, all these kind of you know, weaving elements of sort of fantasy, politics, personal drama was just really, really compelling. Um, um in terms of things like combat, that didn't really resonate with me as a Final Fantasy game. I kind of complained about that from the start. But if you think of it as a action adventure game it's a fantastic combat because it's so it's so fast and furious and you know this kind of visual spectacle every time that you're in battles it's great it's just for me you know It's just losing that kind of turn-based side was a little bit disappointing for me but listen it's the world we're in with the final fantasy isn't it um characters visuals music was all absolutely stellar and i think if you had told me that this game would have missed out on a lot of Game of the Years this year, I would have been surprised. But that probably tells you how strong this year has been. Because, I mean, I can't remember the exact score, but is it still early 90s, It late 90s, whatever it's on? So, you know, score-wise, it's right up there. Yet yeah, obviously, it's missed out on, on many big awards. But fantastic game. Loved it, unlike Callum. And, um, yeah, <laughs> excited to see what a 17 might be. It is interesting that it was divisive in a way.
2: Like obviously Callum and uh, Baz fucking hated it. But it wasn't it wasn't just isolated. Like I would say most people loved it. But there was also even in the reviews, like it got mostly like eights, nines, nine point fives. But then there was a couple of reviews as well that just absolutely was there not a couple of like fours or something like that? And I, I wonder what it was exactly that made it a little bit divisive. I remember at the time as well. They're just being, like, most people loved it, but then there were some people that just
1: seemed to
3: fucking hate it. Do you think, I think
1: it, it was it, that it, the move away from turn-based?
3: Yeah, but that's... I know, oh. that, that's that's not new for Final Fantasy anymore, believe it or not. Uh, it just resonated more with this one, because the combat mm-hmm. was so different and yeah. so action-orientated. Um, but I, th- I think, you know, like, it's it's not an RPG, for one, probably upset a lot of people. Um it's really not, you know, there's more RPG elements in, in God of War Ragnarok than there is in Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> you know, so if you you know, if you ignore the fact that it's called Final Fantasy, because the name is irrelevant, it's, you know, they're not they're not um consecutive games, and you just yeah. look at it as a game itself and what you get as a product, it, it it's fantastic, it's phenomenal. Um, but it just misses little marks for people like me who are kind of long-term Final Fantasy fans, but it doesn't change the fact that it's not a brilliant game. Yeah.
2: I I played about 25-ish hours of it. I I still would like to go back and finish it. Like, I was enjoying it. I think it was just a mixture of... Like, normally I wouldn't play a Final Fantasy game, but I was intrigued by the demo. The story seemed really interesting. I quite liked the combat. And so I, I did really enjoy what I played of it. I think it was just... At the time I stopped, one, there was other things coming out that were that I, I had more interest in, but also there was... The only negative I would give the game was that I found at the particular time I stopped, you were back at your sort of home base. Maybe spoiler mm-hmm. free as possible, but you're back at your home base and there was an awful lot of talk to this person for 10 minutes walk 10 feet talk to this person for a bit go away talk to this person come back talk to this person and i get that that happens quite a lot in these type of games but i think it just it hit at the wrong time for me and i think that's what ended up taking me away because i do i do want genuinely want to go back and finish it like i was enjoying it but i think i just i hit a slight lull in the gameplay right as something else that i was really interested in came out and then i just lost my way with it Mm -hmm. it wasn't intentional it wasn't like i went i'm done with this because it was. Yeah. I, I thought it was a good game. For sure.
1: Final Fantasy, not for me. I've, I've never been a Final Fantasy guy. So I, I, although I can't play it on PC, I will be able to probably next year. It's probably not something I'm going to be interested in, I'll be honest. You it's should, so difficult I, yeah, I
3: think you might yeah i think you might don't think don't think of it as a final fantasy game that's the thing right. think of it as an action-adventure game um, well and, and honestly i there's a. I think they tried to make a game that would appeal to a wider audience um mm-hmm. and sometimes that lands sometimes that doesn't but you'd be surprised
1: what was it, D- Devil May? It is kind of
3: more, yeah. Devil it is kind of Devil
2: May Cry with a more, with a way more like I don't know, intensive story almost. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I'll be honest. Like, see that whole just seeing the number sixteen before uh, after a game that, that and not being into the rest of it. That's enough just to put me off.
3: The number I don't think they, they, are completely completely the same, they cool, aren't they. they yeah, yeah. There's not any link in any way, shape, or form. Okay. They could, they, they, they could have called that Devil May Fantasy 1 and it wouldn't have mattered. Which well, is probably well, a more apt name.
1: We'll, <laughs> well uh, add it to the list for 2024 then if it does come out. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it yeah, well, it'll be it landed on <laughs> yeah.
0: Aye. Uh, yeah. Okay, Couchy, what's your number five, please?
1: So my number five was a game that I wasn't expecting to be on my list, but it was Alien Dark Descent. Uh, I picked it up as a review for the website, and I am not a real-time kind of tactics or strategy type player. And, wow, I was blown away by the game that they created. Uh, It didn't score... Well, there was some really good scores for it, but there was also some lower scores. Uh, There was people who found fault in some of the audio and had a lot of bugs, which, considering I was playing on PC... I don't think I had one single bug in my entire kind of twenty plus hours that I played with the game, but that's fucking incredible. Tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. Well, funnily enough, most of the games that I did pick for the ones that I didn't have bugs on, you know, it's funny that, but uh, no, it was a game that I really wasn't expecting to get pulled into, and I'll be honest, that was a good kind of two, maybe three weeks. It was everything that I wanted to play. It's incredibly difficult, but I remember you saying how hard done. it was. Uh, just like so well done, and the kind of building your squads. The other side of it being able to personalize your squads. Obviously, with the guys in the Discord, we had the soup squad. Uh, you know, Donny passed away quite a few times. I think by the end of my playtime, I was in Donny four or Donny five. Pretty much about That's the same awesome. amount of Twitter accounts that he's went through in real life. <laughs> uh, but do you know a what I mean?
3: Needless low below there, by the way.
1: Just saying. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought that was the flavor of the night. <laughs> uh, but no the game was great and I'm just I'm kind of disappointed that I don't think it's going to be a game that's going to be played by a lot because of the type of game it is see if it was a first person shooter way more people would have jumped in Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but for what it was and kind of what it brought and there's actually just been a big massive update with the added new game plus so I will probably at some point or another give it another go uh, but yeah no it, was, it blew me away and yeah quite rightly got number 5 in my game of the Year.
2: Nice. It's currently it's the type of type of game that you can definitely see getting added to a service at some point, maybe getting a second lease in life there. Or like like you say, like some people they're not willing to they're not necessarily real time strategy fans, but if it goes on a service, they'll be like, oh check it out, and then it's got enough to pull them in.
1: Definitely yeah. as a if considering it is that type of game, I never struggled once. And I was playing with controller. I played a wee bit with mouse and keyboard, but I generally do play with controller because I'm a pretend PC player. Uh, Ah. But it's really, really accessible, even on controller. Do you know what I mean? Similar to the kind of praise that Baldur's Gate 3's got for its controls, using the controller on console. It it works really, really, really well. So yeah, for anyone that's got any kind of passing interest in the Alien franchise, give it a wee pick up. It's more than likely going to be in sale around this time of year. It's a wonderful little game. It's currently
3: 35% off um, on PlayStation Store.
1: There you go. Uh, that would be a great way to bring in the new year whilst we don't have as many games coming out. Really can't <laughs> recommend that highly enough. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that it's taken Santa's fucking birthday for us to get a lull in releases.
1: I know. This year has just been relentless.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. Yourself. I should say, I, before we started recording this podcast, I was like, right, I've, I've... I've done well. I've pulled the audience votes for every every one of our games and then I forgot to give the numbers for Final Fantasy straight away. So I fucked it right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, so I'll just, I'll just I'll just circle back very quickly. Uh, 24% of the audience voted for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, nice. None for alien dark descent. No, that was shit. It was <laughs> is, which is, which is, which is to be fair, which is to be fair, way down to me for not including it. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so I take the L on that one. Nice. Who's
4: up
1: next, Jess?
0: Yeah, go for it. So my pick is Hogwarts Legacy. Ah, I nice. Back in February we got that. It seems like forever ago I played it, but I I spent a lot of time playing the game and I think that's why it sort of managed to get into that fifth spot just because, Mm -hmm. you know, I was consumed by it for a a great period of time. Um, I think, I don't know, it's just the fact that you can roam around Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in itself, I think, is just so cool. It's such a cool experience, and I think they they nailed the vibe of it. Then there's the combat, like casting the spells was really satisfying. There was some really captivating moments and some characters, and many of which have got, like, backstories and the side quests that kind of enhance the game further. The, you know, the gameplay, I think, was good. There was so much exploration, bits of stealth in there as well, and just you know, elements of both action and role-playing. And, yeah, I say, I think there were just so many good moments. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, like, obviously it's just more of, of that, you know, getting yeah. to be in that world is just so cool. Like, I'm not massive on it, but I appreciated what was there.
2: I mean, to be fair, like, the only reason you picked up the game initially was to sort of noise up the snowflakes. And so the fact that it's now getting to your top five is pretty
4: impressive.
0: I mean, yeah, it did get a bit of cri- criticism for various reasons. I mean, you know, the, there was technical issues with it. Um, and I think complaints of, you know, I don't know, lack of innovation and like anime variety, I think folk moaned about as well. But I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah.
3: Yeah. because see Hogwarts was very, very close to being in mind, Jess, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. I think. See if Hogwarts was released four months ago, it probably would be on a lot more lists. Yeah, because it's been so long, and it was such a big. Because bearing in mind at this moment in time. It is still the biggest selling game in the world this year. Well, I say the world, but certainly in, in America and Europe, it's the biggest selling yeah. game. Smart, you know, that. Good good to see that good to see that boycott went well, eh?
4: I know. <laughs> so I, mean, <laughs>
3: so I could only find people...
0: stats up to May, which said fifteen million copies globally. I couldn't find anything more recent than that to sort of quote, but I mean that in itself is amazing. Like Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. So I I'm like you,
3: Jess. I I I loved the game. I I thought the the combat was really fucking good. Um, the exploration, just even just flying around on your on your broomstick, it reminds me of of Spider Man Two, where I barely fast traveled at all because I just wanted to fly my broomstick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can imagine that. Know, just just really fun, and I thought they did a cracking job. I didn't, even when we saw the early previews of it, maybe so a year before launch, mm-hmm. I, I was still thinking, nah, it's not going to be that good. They're not going <laughs> to nail it like they did. And to their credit, it did. Yeah, really good game. You Any
4: think,
2: excuse
1: with... to write up poll, Donny?
3: Any excuse, baby.
1: So with two years on here, Donny, you saying it just missed out on your list, Jess, uh, on your list, do you think it was done dirty at the Game Awards?
3: No, I don't think that. Again, I mentioned the fact that sort of recency bias potentially with some things, but if again, if you look at that list, it depends, to be honest with you, it depends on your opinion on remakes making the list. If you don't believe okay. remakes should make the list, then yeah, it got done a dirty. If fair you out. think remakes should be there, then no, it probably wouldn't have made the, the top six.
1: Okay, fair it enough. hinges
3: on that remakes for me.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Jess, what about you? Do you think it should have been there in the Game of the Year award?
0: I don't, I don't think so. No, because I, I, I don't think it's for everyone, and yeah. I think you have to have a certain level of interest in Harry Potter to, to really appreciate what's there. Fair
1: enough.
2: I'm no, just still pissed off that I get done in the fantasy league with this fucking monstrosity. I enjoyed the that... game; it was way better oh, than I thought that was it was. But for a game, by the way for a game to fucking still sit at an 84 after it's released on the switch is a fucking slideshow
1: oh that was bad unbelievable unbelievable yeah i saw the the images from that i'm sorry no uh that that looked terrible on the switch but not, it not great one not else. one
2: fucker not one fucker reviewed it not one but <laughs> I, again this is another game like final fantasy i put about 20 odd hours into it and again i stopped because i couldn't get on it because you were playing it so much Mm. and then (laughs) by the time you were finished with the world had moved on it's another one i'd like to finish because i'm not the biggest harry potter fan yep but uh echoing what you say donnie like see i was enjoying it and i thought it was really good and then see once you got the broomstick you're like holy shit i can't this is actually fucking excellent yeah uh really ah, it was cool really cool
0: you didn't get as far as the hippogriff, though, did you? No. No, because see, when I got that, that was my like preferred method of getting around. Mm. And there's a beautiful like scene when you first get it, and you're heading back to um, Hogwarts. Like you fly over the land, and it's just it's just really cool.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Right, what's your number five then?
2: My number five is Assassin's Creed Mirage, Oh! Mm-hmm. which I fucking loved. Uh, I don't think it's going to make many people's top five. But I just it was so fucking good having an authentic Assassin's Creed experience again. Like I loved the last three RPGs. I really, really enjoyed them. I platinumed Origins and Odyssey twice. Uh I've nearly Platinum Valhalla, which probably took as long as Platinum and the two others twice combined. Um I, I loved those games, but just see getting a sort of succinct twenty hour Assassin's Creed experience where you're actually having to use stealth you're actually in the shadows you're not, yep. it's not I, I don't know, the last three games just weren't, Assassin, they were great games but they weren't Assassin's Creed to me and this oh, was and I don't agree. care that it started out as DLC, I fucking loved it <laughs> but it was absolutely brilliant, the story wasn't that great, you know what I mean but it was, we were finally back to here's your target on you
1: go and find a way to do this and I fucking love yep. that I think it definitely worked for it. As much as I've not completed it, as I was jumping on to other games, I did enjoy the kind of five or six hours that, no, it was maybe closer to 10 hours uh, that I'd kind of played. Now I'm looking forward to going back and finishing it off. Uh, I agree with you. I would like to see them go back to the more focused look at the Assassin's games, uh, because to me it works so much better.
2: Yeah, I I I really feel I don't think they're going to. I don't I, I would love to see no. them even go between them like bigger one smaller bigger but I just I don't yeah. know. I think this was a one off. I think it obviously it was meant to be a DLC at first expanded into a proper game but I think this was almost like a fluke that it did that and I don't think they plan to do this again again and that yeah sticks in my just sticks in my throat.
3: No, I to, I agree with everything you said Craig I absolutely love the game as well. Um you know me. I've been wanting a remake of the original Assassin's Creed for years and years mm-hmm. and years, and this is probably as close as I'm ever going to get. And in fairness, it was—it's almost there you know bar the bar the story and and the characters it is what i would have wanted anyway Mm um superb you're right the storyline was a bit naff but you don't really care because the combat and the stealth was so fucking good um and give me those smoke bombs those little vials they were absolutely brilliant so um cracking game
2: yeah Uh, i've messed up again so just to catch us (laughs) up on the audience votes (laughs) Well Hogwarts, Hogwarts got 15%. Now, this isn't obviously no. adding up to 100 because people were allowed to vote for five things. Yes. So it's okay. just of the people that voted, 15% of them voted for Hogwarts and 14% uh, voted for Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is higher nice. than I thought, actually.
3: Yeah. Same. Yeah, same.
0: Uh, okay, we're on to our number four picks now. So back to you, Donnie, please.
3: Yeah, this is one that's going to surprise some people, I think, oh, who, no. who know me well. No, 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 it's going to surprise people that I chose this, and it's it's Baldur's Gate three. It's Baldur's oh, Gate three. Mm. The game that I put down because I decided to play the first fifteen hours of it, steaming, um, and wondered why I didn't get what the fuck was going on in a game that's turn based that should be my forte. Um, finally, wising the fuck up download it soberly and go ah that's what you do right mm-hmm. and um and it's it's absolutely superb if i was 200 hours deep i think it would be i think it would be my number one really um yeah it is that good you just it's hard to know how how they're able to how they were able to create such a vast and open world i'll never yeah. know like every every person in this world is, is basically fully um what's the word i'm looking for kind of fully interactable okay. And all the stories can all be linked almost to every person it's it's just it's almost just never ending and all the different combinations, which obviously is, is familiar with RPGs, but all of these lines are all fully mo or fully voiced. And it's just so immersive. You, you, for, it, there's not many games where you actually feel like you're in the world, and you are. And I just, I just can't get enough of it. Um, it's horny as hell, which is um, which is very interesting, which is a, a nice a nice surprise, I must admit. Um, and when you, I've, when seen, I've you... seen a guy on Twitter
2: that's playing it quite a lot just now, and he's, I Jordan, yeah, he's about a G string and a, and Aye. I'm like, this is uh, this is the big, I, I think I messaged him and said, this is the best foot forward someone's put to make me want to play this game. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm totally not playing it that way.
2: Have you lost the G string? You just go and buff.
3: You can't go full bus, sadly. Uh, really? There is a, there is there is there is there is a limit to what they let you do. Yes. No matter what, that's the minimum you can have as G string. Yes.
1: So more importantly, have you fucked the bear, Donny?
3: No, no. Uh, no.
1: I fucked the green alien, though, to be fair. Wow.
3: Uh, or should I say, she she fucked me. Well, I say, I, I, you, know,
1: <laughs> hey. you know. Um. Nothing wrong with the yeah. thumb and the ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, the, the 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 combat once once you once you get it once you understand what you're doing and you actually take the time and sober up it's so rewarding yeah. and when it all falls into place you go yeah i get it now i get why i do that and why that happens and why that links to that and it's all it's all very interactive you know like every everything you do has a purpose and effectively battles are very 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 tactical and you're almost it's almost like a game of chess at times as well yeah. and once all that falls into place the whole thing just links and before you know it you're in and you're fucking glued to it and that's it and it's and i get why everyone loves this game it's just unreal it's so
2: here's my question for you right
3: uh-huh.
2: i played about 10 minutes of it back when it first came out just to wind you up right, right? Yeah, and because
3: yeah, yeah. you, <laughs> you knew that i was fucking uh formal and at the muth for it yeah
2: <laughs> and so even in that 10 minutes i played i was like i don't know there was something you could just tell where you're like I don't know what's going on here, but I this does seem like a bit of a special game. Like, it was literally 10 minutes, but I don't know, there was something about it where I was just like, there was definitely something there, right? So, put it down. Obviously, you played your 15 hours, and you'd said, at first, it wasn't for you. Um, so, at that point, I was like, right, well, there's no point in me even trying this, because you obviously play a lot of turn-based games, and if, if it was going over your head, I was like, I've got fucking no chance here, but was it just the fact that you were pissed? Yes, like now sober, it's yes. not that difficult.
3: No, it it was purely alcohol related. <laughs> every okay. every every one of those fifteen hours, I was steaming, um, and right. not having a fucking clue. And then the minute I re-downloaded it, I think I played about. I, did, I think I did a five-hour session completely sober. And after that, I was hooked. That fa- that that right. first that very very first session, sitting down playing that sober, going,
4: now I get it. yeah that all makes
3: sense that's why that happens and that's why right yeah it's um yeah you need you need to concentrate and you need to get it and if you need even like how can i explain you don't really need to be a term-based aficionado to get it it's not really about that it's not about because it's not it it is term-based it is but it's not like in like the sort of final fantasy original sense. It's it's not really about the term based as, as such. You just need to get why all these bits happen and then it makes sense. Okay. But you need to play it. You right. need to get it. You need to play it soberly as well. But yeah. Well, I'll, I'll re-add
1: it to the backlog then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe I may have made a promise. I'm not sure if I was sober at this time. I may have made a promise to Punk on uh, the Xbox podcast that I would try it. I'm really not convinced it's going to be for me. But I'll
2: try anything once. That's t- That's a lesson to live your life by. Yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> How many, what percentage voted for this, Greg?
2: Well done, well done for reminding <laughs> me. I was going to
4: forget
2: that. If everyone could do that, that'd be grand. Uh,
3: 30%. I thought it would have been higher. 30% Ooh, well, of the audience. That's, what did you say? Was it 25% voted for Final Fantasy 16? Did yeah. you say? Yeah. Wow, well, I thought but I thought you'd have had a lot more yeah, than thirty percent.
2: Sorry, twenty four percent for Final Fantasy, thirty four for oh. Baldur's Gate. Uh, I
1: thought it'd been higher. Cool. Yeah, I would have thought so as well.
2: I think it's just our audience isn't sophisticated enough for it.
3: <laughs> I think there's a little bit of that as well. You know, possibly. We have a we have a special audience <laughs>
1: yeah. and special yeah. and special hosts. <laughs>
0: Uh, Couchy, your number four, please.
1: Right, so again, I'm going back to the start of the year, and number four for me was Atomic Heart, uh, going way back to the 21st of February. It was, I think, the second game that I reviewed for the website, and mm-hmm. do you know what? It was brilliant. Uh, mm. And I do think that unfortunately due to world events at the time, that it was done a little bit dirty by reviews. I don't think that it got essentially the kind of recognition that it should have been for being a brand new franchise with some of the best graphics that we've seen on kind of this generation of consoles. It's got tons of backstory and lore. The world is fun and kind of want to know more about it. And I just don't think that people got behind it the way that normally a game like that they would have.
2: Yeah, I, I, you cannot convince me that there wasn't some of that involved in it. Because, for a, I mean, for a game, for a, sorry, for a studio's debut game, fuck me, is that AAA? Oh, God. it's, it's
1: That opening section uh, on the canal is just... The out Bioshock, BioShock yeah. in that opening 20 minutes. Which is fucking doing well, which is is saying something, and it was it was one of those games that yeah, there was maybe there was a week and a lull just after it'd started, where I wasn't quite sure what was going on, but then once it got its kind of hooks into me, I was like, this is brilliant, and I really, really enjoyed getting to it, and my only other criticism would have been it kind of lost me slightly with the ending, I wasn't entirely mm. sure what was still going on by the time the credits had rolled, it was kind of too many twists for me but i was still intrigued to know more and to be fair i don't know if you've seen any of the trailers recently that have released for some of the dlc that's coming out it looks no i haven't actually. even more wacky and wild like they've totally jumped the shark on it and that's another thing that i'm going to kind of pick up i think the season pass is actually on sale just now if you're part of game pass or a current game pass right. subscriber and I think you get four DLCs with that, and it's like 26 quid. So I'm like, even if you're right only easy. getting three, four hours a piece, 26 quid for maybe like an extra 20 hours of gameplay, that's no bad going. So no, uh, yeah. I kind of had a look, and I was really surprised to see that it ended up on an open critic score of 74. And I really think that's quite damning for a game that had good combat, interesting story, everything that i had kind of said, and I was just like, you know what I, I I want to give it some recognition? So yes, atomic heart number four for couchy.
3: Nice.
2: Yeah, we actually so our previous episode uh, was the gaming awards, and one of the awards, in that was a game that gets shafted most by reviewers, and it was mm-hmm. one of the four picks uh, in there because I, I I definitely think it did. There's you can't you can't tell me that. I mean, there's no way it was. I'm not saying it's a 9 out of 10 or 9.5, but it's no. in the 8s, I think. Well,
1: um, again, I, thought, really... I thought it was really good. I I think I scored that an 8 and that was why I was kind of breaking down everything I'd played. And I had quite a lot of 8s, so it was quite interchangeable uh, to be fair, mm-hmm. but that was the one that kind of stuck out to me as something that I wanted to see more of in the future uh, and that was why I went there. Yeah,
4: no, great pick.
0: Did it... Make it into the list of voting, Greg? Uh
2: No, no, that's I certain. fucked up on that, and it fucking should have. To be fair, that's definitely on me. So
0: you shafted it as well.
2: I mean, don't be wrong; it would have got shafted had I added it. But oh, yeah, it would, no, that's it would have definitely like on me. One no,
1: percent. Uh, no One, one random at like me, but uh, yeah, no point. <laughs> okay. Um... Jess.
0: Yeah, so my number four is Cocoon, which is a little puzzle adventure game that picked up I think it was Best Debut Indie Game at the Game Awards um, I just really enjoyed it, as confusing as it was, so the gameplay designer behind this is JP Carlson who previously worked on Inside and in Limbo and it, obviously it centres around solving puzzles with this kind of one button control scheme, so it's it's easy in that sense, but it's also just got so much depth and complexity at the same time, and I think that's for me, what made it so good, like, it was quite a mindfuck. I'm like, mm-hmm. and you had to really think about it. Um, you begin in this kind of barren wasteland as as this little insect that you play, and just the world itself is just so vibrant and colourful, and it and then it kind of changes, and that, that, you know, the story's told that way. There's no dialogue. There's no text on the screen or anything. And then you discover these orbs, which you get more of throughout, and they contain, like the game's world, and then you have to, like, hop between them, and then you also use each orb's ability, which it's confusing as fuck, it really is, but when you get it, there's that real satisfaction of, ah, okay, I see what I'm doing now, and you've pieced the puzzle together, and it's just, yeah, really satisfying. The
2: best puzzle games make you feel smart.
0: Yeah, yep. maybe that's what it is, maybe I feel yeah. smart now, after I completed it. It is a short experience only, I think it was like five hours or something like that it took me to play, to play through, but... Um, and there was obviously use of a guide a couple of times because I was really stuck. Um, but yeah, it's just it's very unique and looks great. Good story behind it. Cool gameplay.
1: Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I did jump in for a wee while uh, using XCloud one day when my wee boy was on the TV and I just had my phone controller. I think I played maybe an hour, if you if, if an hour is that? Am I right in saying is that man? Just but there's literally like no button prompts to tell you what to do. You've just kind of got to work it out. Nah. Yep, yep. It, it was really well done, though. Uh, no, so I can, I can, yeah, it was great. I've not gotten back to it. I've had too many other games and reviews to do, but no, it was a wonderful and a really great-looking wee the uh, game.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, did, did that make the last
2: Uh Yeah, it got 4%. 4%. Wait, nice. 4% I mean. people voted for it. So on to my number four. Yes. Bucking Cyberpunk. We're mm-hmm. back. What?
1: Yes. Whoa, wait a minute.
2: Whoa, I'm whoa, including... Kind of, what? Oh, yes, I can. Phantom <laughs> Liberty. You can't include... It's... You can't
3: include Phantom oh, Liberty. Oh,
2: yes. I, oh, yes, I can. You know, you, I went you, back no, you and, can't. Oh, yes, I can. It was in the list. And, it's, I mean, straight off our best ongoing game, I'll have you know, right? So just pipe down. Oh, no. It, if this wasn't an expansion, it would have been way higher. I've bumped it down to four out of respect because it is an expansion. But that's as low as I'm willing to go because this was fucking brilliant. And I'm disgusted that the recipes haven't popped a can for, for this fucking heathen of a game. It brought me, I mean, it brought me back into the world of Cyberpunk. I did a whole new playthrough. Phantom Liberty. It's, it's easily a game. It's 20 fucking hours.
3: Never. This this is this this is this is this, is, this, is, this is a scandal right here, people.
2: It's a scandal. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's getting it's getting fucking included. Idris Elba had a fucking standout performance. Big Johnny Silverhand back. It. I, I mean, alongside the 2.0 update, I don't think it's as much of a game changer as some people have made out. Like I don't know. I've played through the game since the 2.0 update is there, and yeah, it adds a lot of cool things, but it's essentially the same game as it was at launch as long as it worked. Um but yeah, I think Dogtown is an amazing map and just brilliant. Uh deep RPG mechanics. The characters are fucking incredible. It makes in hindsight Cyberpunk even better because there's characters that return from that. I loved every single minute of it. I thought it was brilliant, despite the fact that I got more bugs in that than the fucking base game at launch somehow, and I'm still locked out of a mission that I can't hundred percent the fucker. Oh. But aye, uh, outside of that, I, I can't put it any lower than four. It was fucking excellent. Had that thing been available standalone, it would have been number one. Wow. But I'm
3: it talking.
2: wasn't, so it's number yeah. four.
3: It's a fantastic expansion, I mean, it's it, 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 it can't be in this category, but, you know, I, I appreciate your gusto, Craig, to, um, to, to, to throw this in here, you know, but
2: <laughs> it's... Uh, Look, I, if somebody's I, bringing in games like Baldur's Gate 3, I can
1: bring in Cyberpunk. Next thing you'll be telling me that remakes are eligible for Game of the Year, I mean, and I wouldn't have that either. Well, I don't actually agree with that.
2: To be fair, but I agree oh. with it. So I, I agree with fully fledged expansions. No, and chance. so do twenty three percent of the audience that voted for it. Aww.
1: <laughs> wow! I mean, I, I've yet to jump back in. Uh, I did. I loaded it up on PC to download the update. Had a wee kind of play about for a couple of hours, and it did make me want to jump back in. But again, it's kind so of have, one you, have of those you not
2: played Phantom Liberty at all? No, no, I've not even bought it oh, yet. Oh, you need just... to do it. You need to do it. He
0: yeah, keeps telling me I need to play it as well.
2: Oh, you have to play it. It's
1: really, it's really so good. good. It,
0: uh,
3: almost, it almost made me replay the whole game, but that wasn't I,
1: I remember you saying that. Uh, no, I, w- I, w- I, will, I will go back in. Uh, I've got a save sitting there ready for it. Uh, and obviously, I'll be playing the best version of it, unlike you console peasants.
2: You know, <laughs> I'll uh, actually give you that on this occasion.
1: I was going to say, let me have my win. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's one of the three games that I can say that about. But no, I will get round to it. it. I mean, I've, I'm a massive fan of Drus Elba as well. So yeah, no, I disagree with it. Maybe being in here as a choice, but I appreciate your thought, Craig.
3: Maybe disagree. I'll take that. Maybe disagree. Hey, twenty three percent of the audience are with me. <laughs> oh, fuck, are we Game of the, the generation. Me,
0: Uh, right Donnie we're back to you with your number three please
3: Uh, my number three this is probably my biggest surprise to myself that this this game gripped me like it did Um, and especially to make my game of the year list which I never ever thought but over 300 hours later it's got to be Diablo 4 Mm.
4: Um,
3: yes Diablo 4 never ever ever did I think that one I would ever get Diablo Four, and would I love it as much as I did? It's it's funny because it's very it's it's more accessible than than you think it is. Um, unlike I suppose Baldur's Gate Three, which is probably less accessible, mm-hmm. Diablo Four certainly is. It certainly caters for a wider audience. Um, it's got the it's got a superb story, a superb world. And all the mechanics, everything just works. Blizzard know how to make a game. Give them their dues. They know how to make a fucking good game. And they've done that here. You know, everything from start to finish is really immersive. The world, the detail in it, the sounds, the music... Just really, really top drawer production. Um, the best bit for me certainly is is that is what I found is is playing that in our in our Diablo clan, not not that kind of clan, a clan with a C. Um, so playing it co op with sort of two, three or four people just makes it all that more compelling, I think. Um, and that's probably where I've played eighty percent of my time with it has been with people, uh, and it just works perfectly as, as a co op game. It works from start to finish, exactly the same if you played it as a as a single player. It just works brilliantly. Um to be honest with you, I think if Blizzard hadn't shot the bed with season one and really fucked off core audiences and that resonated into the gaming media, I think this would have done better in the gaming awards. Yeah. Because it is that good. And if you again if you look at the scores and everything else, I think they shot the bed with season one, then they really shot themselves in the foot. They have obviously undone that season two is absolutely brilliant. They've they went, Oh, people actually want to have fun, right? We'll undo all the shit we did to you in season one. But I think at that point it was too late and it's potentially still too late for some for some players. But season two is brilliant. But the game overall is fantastic. Even if you don't want to carry on, just playing the main game is brilliant and it's um and it's it's triple A from start to finish. Loved it. And I never thought I'd say that this time last year. Didn't even have any intention of buying it this time last year
2: do you think you'll continue to go back to it
3: yes yes 100 percent.
2: because obviously this is probably going to be i mean people are going to be playing this for what the next oh, six years, seven years i mean they're, they're, they're yeah. still playing baldur's gate uh three up until the fourth one released weren't they
3: yeah yeah oh yeah it's it's a potentially it's a it's a it's a game for life i am looking for something that, I'm, like something like this which is a game for life and Unfortunately, with Blizzard, you can't trust them that they won't fuck up the seasons again. Um,
1: well, and
3: they have. They, they did it with season one. They, they completely yeah. fucked up and shat on everyone. Um, so they've got it in them to, to ruin it again. This, this is the problem with them. Whereas, if you, for example, I know everyone's favourite subject. If you take something like Fortnite, you trust Epic to, you know, like, no one really ever moans as a wide you know as a a wide audience to complain about the seasons you might have little moans about things but generally speaking what they do is good and people generally enjoy them so i don't know if it's going to have the legs because of blizzard um but listen blizzard aren't blizzard anymore blizzard are under the xbox banner now, so all Mm. bets are off with everything that's a thing you know so we'll see but but yeah i do potentially see this as as a as an ongoing game for me absolutely
2: yeah I, I, I played the was it the demo or a beta what was it the yes, before, it was a beta
1: i played that as Open well beta. Yeah,
2: yeah i yeah. played that and i was like ho- like i've never played diablo before and i played that and i was like fuck this is actually pretty fucking good and i was i was Same. going back and forth about whether i would jump in at launch Same. and i managed to talk myself out of it because i was worried about the time i would lose
1: to it <laughs> so I, I sort of
2: held off but i've always got that bit in my head that i'm like i did really enjoy what i played of that
1: yeah, I was really, really impressed kind of jumping in on PC. And it was like a few of the guys from my work are really big into it. Like, I think one of the guys is like 500 hours deep into Diablo now. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it more than what I thought of. But it was the time constraints that I was just like, I'll end up playing that and nothing else for the rest of the year. And looking at what was coming, I was like, I can't do that.
2: I, I really like that isometric viewpoint as well. I, I don't know. I, I, that mm-hmm. draws me into games. Like mm-hmm. I just, I've, I, I really like when there is that viewpoint. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I grew up playing games like that. Anyway, so I've, 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 always enjoyed it. It's never put me off. Um, but it's you know, it really is a game that you can lose a lot of time in. When I think about my my PlayStation wrap up in July, I played Diablo Four for hundred and seventy hours in July. That's five hours oh. per day, every day. Now, I, I, and to be fair, I know some people said, "Oh, when oh, you that, pause it, it I'm." Yeah, but it's night time, late nights, mate. I'm not one oh, of those people. That I, I don't leave games paused. If I'm, if I'm pausing the game for any time, I just close it off. Games are that quick to load anyway. I don't understand this. Oh, I pause a game and go I away for two know. hours.
0: Yeah.
3: I, I just, if I'm going away, I just, I just close it off. So my timing is pretty fucking accurate, I would say.
2: So. This one I'm really confused about because Diablo 4 huge game presumably sold remarkably well. I mean, I, I don't know what the sales numbers are, but it must have done so. really fucking well.
3: Yeah, 3% of the audience votes. Yeah, wow. I think because, that, because of that season one, Craig.
1: They really did right? fuck up with that. Because they right. shot
3: the bed with season one, yeah. They literally shot on everybody. They basically went, you guys are having too much fun. Let's undo that. That's, that's what they did.
2: I remember. That, that makes sense. then Because it, it yeah. doesn't, I, I don't know, I would have expected way more, like 3% of the audience seems really low to me that for yeah. something that genuinely was one of the biggest games of the year.
3: Yeah, yeah. If they had, if, if season one was like season two and they just continued on from the main game and brought season two out then, as it is now, I think it would be a different story. Like I said, and I think so in, in terms of game of the year stuff and, and awards and things, I think it looks more favorably as well. Mm-hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. damage they did.
0: Where we at? I'm lost. Couchy.
1: Couchy, you're number three. (laughs) Uh Aha, right. So, if you'd said to me at the start of the year that in my top five games of the year, not only would I pick one boss hard game, I would have picked two boss hard games, being that I am essentially Greg Mode (laughs) 2.0, I would have laughed at your head, and yet... I completed a Souls game, fuck you. Aye, okay. Souls like... So also's oh, like Oh uh, you fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> Number three for me is quite possibly the hardest game that I've ever played is Ghost Runner 2. Ghost Runner. You did 2. so well getting through oh, that, by the way. Because if it's I, I played a bit of the first one and I was like, this is really cool. 20 minutes later, I was like, I can't fucking do it and I had to put it off. Well, I, I was kind of similar with the first one to be honest. I think I was like, I could appreciate what it was doing well, but I was like very, very quickly I went. I'm not getting very good at this. I'm not getting any quicker at it. I'm not getting any cleverer. However, the second one kind of got its teeth into me. Uh, For anyone that's interested, I think there is still a demo out there that will give you a really good idea. And that was a demo that I actually got an early hands-on with, uh, thanks to the website. And once I played that, Craig offered me the review of the actual game. And I think after I hit about half an hour in, I was like, I'm getting to the end of this. No matter what it came of it, I was getting to the end of it. And there's so much to love about it. The combat is a lot more filled out. The areas are a lot better looking than the first game. And it's such a weird thing to praise in a game, but see the save states or the reload checkpoints? They are done so, so well. that They are always just close enough that it fires you right in to go, just try it again, just try it again just try it again, if it was any further back, you were like, I can't be fucked with this, but I can't be fucked getting back to where I was, but they're so, so good that it's thrown you right back into a stage where you go, well, I'm only really like 30 seconds away from where I was, so I'll just go again, there is that element of it kind of takes away the whole, does dying really mean anything, if you're kind of looking for a perfect run, but in terms of getting through it, it was absolutely brilliant. There was one section, and funnily enough, this is going to be the second time that you're going to hear tonight. I must have attempted it about a hundred times. And it was actually it was the week after I went and got the snap. And I got to the point where I really wasn't sure what was hurting more, failing in the game or my balls. <laughs> a week or so what later. When did you come what what, what was the <laughs> what, what was the decision well, ahead? Well, you'll have heard this line before. A week or so later, I then tried the same section sober uh, and managed it in about four attempts. So the, the moral of this podcast is don't play games when you're too drunk, ladies and or gentlemen.
3: Difficult games, yes.
1: Yeah, well, difficult games. <laughs> uh, but no, I really, really did enjoy it. It's outside that one me section that I really struggled with. The motorbike sections are a bit of a miss, but honest to God, man, see the joy when you go through one section unhit, nailing every single air- air- enemy, hitting every single kind of jump, every single grapple, every single bounce. It is so much joy when it all comes together. Uh, and yeah, I couldn't believe that I scored that as high as I did, but it was brilliant. And yeah, go and try it.
4: Nice. I really
2: like the look of the game. I really do like the look of it. I'm, I'm, it's one where I'm just, it, it's, it's daunting because of the difficulty of it, but but yeah, I, like, I I love the style of it. I was a big fan of Mirror's Edge, and it does seem like a sort of Souls Mirror Ed, Mirror's Edge, almost. It's, it's kind of like, the...
1: if you took Mirror's Edge and then mixed it in with Cyberpunk, Yeah, do you know what I mean? With then the kind of, like, roguelike of, or whatever it is, like, retry it again, retry it again, it's, it's, it really is something, and if it gets its hooks into you, I promise you, you'll keep going back for more.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For the third time in a row, this is a game that I did not put on the list. And I fucking should have, because this one would have got votes.
1: It did score very highly, to be fair. Uh... I
2: think what I did was, I took all my... When I was building this list for the poll, I took all my games, and then I went into Metacritic and went down... And put everything in up to about a score of like 85 or something like that. And I'm pretty sure it was like one point, it must have been like one point below whenever I stopped.
4: Because <laughs> I got to <laughs> a point where I was
2: like, right, I'm at like fucking 40 games here. I need to stop. too much. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure it would, I'm sure it would get votes. I, I sure think it, it would have got some. The kind of games yeah. like that I've got quite a, a loyal following. Uh, I don't know anyone that played it that didn't like it. Yeah. And definitely I think that's
1: that type a of game.
2: game. Aye, I think that's always a good sign for a game.
1: Yeah. Cushday, back to you, Jess.
0: Well, you say that. However, my number three pick is ranked higher by somebody else, so I am skipping on for now. Craig, so you get your turn.
4: Okay.
2: Can am about to cop out that, but fine. <laughs> I wasn't even prepared. My, right, my number three uh, is a game I've never brought up before. Never. Never. Right. See you, you'll this will be totally new to you. It's Dredge. <laughs> right? Oh here you, we you, go. Are you, sure
3: it, are you sure it's not the Dredge DLC? Oh. it's fine. No, it's not
2: the it's, it's not the pale reach, no. Although I can include no. that if you want. Oh god, no. the no, DLC's. No, no, it's name? like
3: your number one, is it?
2: <laughs> might be. Might be. <laughs> uh, Dredge, is number fucking, one. <laughs> Dredge is fucking excellent. It really is. It's probably the most addictive game I've played this year. Like, there was multiple times I've put it on and been like, I'll just play it for 20 minutes. Because a very easy pick-up-and-play game. Like, a day lasts two minutes three minutes mm-hmm. uh, and you can easily just stop at any point but i put it on and i'm like right i'll just play for 10 minutes four hours later i'm like still try fucking get a certain type of fucking fish i'm looking <laughs> through my encyclopedia going no i still need the i still need the fucked up version of that one where's he yep. looking up guides going it's just honest to god it's so so good I, I think i spoke about this a few weeks ago but it was at the beginning it was around about this time last year I was listening to a podcast and someone had played it in preview build and said I don't know what it is about this game but I can't stop thinking about it and I looked it up a little bit of preview footage and I was like doesn't it look that great like I suppose the art style is alright but Mm -hmm. I don't know and then when I picked it up and tried it I was like I'm in I'm I'm so so and it is one of these games you have to play.
0: I think that's the thing because yeah, like you say, I've looked at it and looked at gameplay. I've watched you play, and I'm thinking, I don't fucking understand what's so great about this. You're fishing. I just don't get it. I' yeah,
2: you're just a wee boat uh-huh. about fishing, but there's something about the the unknown. Like see, especially at first, you move at such a slow pace that you're you're trying to push out a little bit further, but at the same point you can't because you need to. Turn around and get back before it gets dark.
0: So it's that risk and reward. No, no, like...
2: like monsters come out at night. So and the way the, the day-night cycle works is time only passes while you're moving or when you're fishing. If you stay still, time doesn't move. And so you'll be like, it'll get to like say three o'clock, and you're like, I better head back. And you'll start heading back, but then you'll see the. Oh, I can see the water moving. There's something there. Mm-hmm. But the, the process of going fishing will take like two hours, but you just can't stop yourself. And then all of a sudden, you, you're trying to get back, and your fucking wee light keeps going out. Oh, honestly, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant.
3: I enjoyed then, I enjoyed And my
2: then there's the DLC. The, as a DLC? The, as
3: as DLC, a DLC it is. It,
2: it does a sort of cyberpunk thing, but it just adds like a new area onto the existing map. So, yes, like, there's, there's a certain point where you couldn't go any further uh Ugh. in the base game but now you can push beyond that and there is like a whole ice area that's yes. really cool and has some different stories and stuff you you yeah, played I, some of it don't you yeah?
3: yeah yeah i i, I was kind of halfway through um i just other things came up you know uh, diablo yeah. <laughs> um but no listen, I, I would easily kind of pick it up again to be fair um I've actually really enjoyed it, and not as much as you did, but I see I, I enjoyed it, and I've got this is a this is a good loop, and even little things like trying to organise your storage. You know, it's like that this sort a of Resident Evil storage really mini game, like isn't that. it? Yes, <laughs> you know, you are like oh, I don't want to throw that away. You know, yeah,
1: it's cool. fish, fish Tetris. No, to be fair, I, uh-huh. I, I I I bent again to Craig's instant pestering about Dredge. I picked it up on Steam. Did enjoy my time with it as well. I'll be fair and say, do you know, it's one of the few games that's really made me wish I had a Steam Deck. That's the type of game that I would play on the go. Yeah, oh, it's ideal for that. That would, would be brilliant. Say. It's a kind of handheld game, but uh, yeah, no, it's still sitting there on my Steam library. I'm sure I will dip in and out. Pardon the pun. <laughs>
4: um,
2: Yeah. Uh, that's got 19% Wow. Which just wow. way higher than I was... would have thought. Yeah. That's yeah. Did
0: you vote in this? No. <laughs> no. I
3: aye, 19 times. yeah,
1: <laughs> All five votes. <Sorry>. <laughs> uh...
0: right.
1: Which also it's explains, why Cyberpunk, know, also also
3: explains why Cyberpunk got voted as well. <laughs> mm.
1: Cyberpunk hard, got yeah. voted
2: because it's the game of the generation, right? Mm. Mm.
1: I was just ha- having Chris voting 10 Three times. Three
0: years ago, aye. <laughs> um, okay, so we're... Yeah. On
3: to
2: number. Tony, so your number two.
0: Two,
3: yeah. Oh, number two. Oof, now we're getting now we're getting ditchy stuff here. Um, my number two is Spider Man two.
2: Ah, oh, see what you've done there. You like that, do you? <laughs>
3: spider-man 2 is my number two game this year um 100% one of the games that i knew would be in my list um, my second most anticipated game going into it and it's just a masterpiece it really is the game oozes class but i guess that's what a 350 million dollar budget gets you if you believe the leaks on this week um even though even though It's a sequel. It does everything to make it feel like a fresh new game. I don't just mean adding in a little side of the island, whatever you call it. The game still feels completely fresh from start to finish for me. And the characters, the storytelling, all the different story beats from start to finish just land constantly, and it oozes class. From the mocap to the visuals, to the dialogue itself, to the, the voice acting... All of it is just spectacular. It's up there with... It's as good as any decent or any any good movie, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, It really is that strong. Combat kind of, in a way, simplifies, but takes this original Spider-Man 2018 to a sort of better level, you could say, Um, Mm. particularly with with Miles and Peter now kind of working um, in sync with each other. Just brilliant. And the the Venom character, obviously you know we all know Venom, even if you're not a fan of comics like myself, um, was just a, was was a, was a brilliant antagonist, and I, I don't want to lose, I don't want to say any spoilers, because obviously it's still a fresh game. There'll be people getting this game for Christmas and stuff, but there's a certain sequence, and you're just like fucking hell, I can't believe they went there. Um, it truly is, it truly is a, a special, special game. It deserves all the love it got. And, yes, I'm excited for whatever they're planning. Interesting to know. We know some things, the game <laughs> with the leaks. But I think there'll be other things as well. So, yes, yeah, Spider-Man 2, very much my number two game.
1: Mm. I, I won't kid on. It's me, me and you discussed earlier on the, the PlayStation podcast, FOMO for games. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the only game that I can really say I've had FOMO for all year. <laughs> uh, i look forward to the inevitable pc release at some day however oh. you never know you never know it might be tomorrow going by leaks that have happened in the last 24 hours uh, we <laughs> might have a playable build uh, but i am looking forward to playing it i think it looked great i think it looked way better than the miles morales and the original spider-man games it looked a massive graphic graphical leap leap up uh, so yeah, no, I can quite see why it's there on your list, Donnie. And fingers crossed, I won't need to wait that much longer. I might, you know, buy that PlayStation Five one day. Mm,
3: I'm surprised you've not. I'm surprised you've not. Um, you've not. Done, you've not done it by now because I think we all thought by the end of the year you would have.
1: I did have another look. I have a birthday gift to get for my six-year-old in February. He's getting a Nintendo Switch. Once Mm -hmm. that's out of the way, we'll maybe contemplate a wee digital if I can get a wee deal
2: price.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Nice. Nice. Yep. I I played through this as well. I thought the production quality of it, absolutely brilliant. The city looks fucking excellent. I mean, I know that there was lots of chat about, well, it's the same city we're a bit added on, but like you said, Donny, it didn't feel like that because it it was a massive graphical upgrade. And I thought it was interesting, like, in it might just be my memory, but from playing Miles Morales, I remember it being like, oh, it's so cool swinging about at night. But Mm -hmm. in this one, I thought it was way cooler during the day just because there was way more reflections during the day. And Did you find that?
3: Yeah, it's funny because I agree totally because there's... I saw... There's 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 some complaints and apparently it's getting patched in that you can't change the time during the day. The times are set depending right, on where I you are, which is fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But All what right. people were saying was, "Oh, in the end game, I want to change the time." And I'm like, and they were like, "Oh, I want to play at night." I'm like, "No, I prefer playing during the day. I think it's because yeah. I just think I, I think it pops more." Which normally I prefer playing in a night scene. So I'm about you, Craig? I'm exactly, yeah.
2: the, I'm exactly the same, exactly yep. the same. But there was something about I don't know. There was, I th- it was just. I mean, don't be me wrong. The game graphically looks amazing all the time, but I almost there was t- there was a couple of times when it was at night, and I was like, "It's not as impressive at night." And at I, I least like, it's usually the opposite, but it's just I think it was just a testament to how good the the reflections and the just everything the detail was that it just I it was really really impressive. It's it's not made my top five just because I'm I'm not a big superhero guy like when the story for me didn't land massively, but I can see the quality of the story. It's just that Um, I don't know, like, it didn't see see when you're not into the subject matter as much, it doesn't hit you as much, but like, the performances, the mocap, everything was fucking spot on. Mm -hmm. And like, I was playing, I think I said to Jess a couple of times while I was playing it, I was like, I bet this is really cool if you're really into
4: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but
2: it just didn't, it just didn't yeah. hit me as much. Like it's not like it was a knock on the game or in like it was just I was like, I just I just don't particularly like superhero yeah. stuff. I,
0: I'm yeah. very similar to you in that sense, or you know, the same views, and I'm not really into spider-man or other superheroes. um And so I've not played it, but it is one that I'm like, do you know, if I if I got into it, I actually think I really would enjoy it. Um, I, appreciate what's there but it's just i'm not got a huge it's not pulling me in because i'm just don't really care about spider-man um but yeah maybe maybe in 2024
3: (laughs) when it's on pc
1: oh no i think we were longer than that but hey
3: (laughs) well i don't know some of that some of that leak stuff you never know (laughs) you never know man yes so what was the percentage
2: Again, Lorna? Spider-Man took 18%. Is that all? Get... I'm going to double-check that. Hold
1: on. Wait a minute. That less, seems, less low. Dredge.
2: That seems <laughs> low, man. That seems low, man. Honestly, wait till you get to the audience game of the year. It's, oh, um, no. <laughs> I don't want Benny to the lead, but uh, there's a few surprises in there. Oh, no. There's a few surprises. No, it oh. is, high 18. Wow. There's a couple of... There's, wow. there's, there's, two, there's two games. In fact, it's not making the top five. It's not in anyone's top five, but uh, Dave the Diver got 21%. That really? probably doesn't
3: surprise me because that was so no. well received, actually. I See, honestly, I mean,
2: high. I played about four or five hours of it on PC, but I'm. I just. I was like, and I fucking loved it. And I, I. actually think it would be my top five had I played the whole thing. But I'm uh-huh. waiting for trophies and achievements. <laughs> I, just can't. I remember you saying uh, that. I put it, off, of it is fucking uh, really fucking good. It's so uh, addictive. Yeah. But I, I just. I don't know. On PlayStation. But for a game that's only on PC and it then came to Switch in like November, and apparently it's get got, it's got uh, frame rate issues in Switch. That's why I, I'm surprised that oh. it's there. I surely that, surely that's I just... an
3: oxymoron. You know what I mean? Play issues until you don't say.
2: Or is a motorsports get sixteen f- percent?
1: Fuck oh off, no, just no. fucking. Well, no, look, I, I, I am I looking at that. Played Xbox, my... to be fair. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. My issues are not with the actual game; they're with the PC port. Mm. And I tried to put that across when I reviewed it, to everyone that was having a go at me. But yeah. It, that uh, no i can see where the good game is but that fucking pc port man jesus fuck
2: just just before we move on callum's definitely been in like a dragon guide in 20
4: <laughs>
2: again oh, not yeah. in anyone's top not in anyone's top five and it's not in the top five from the audience we'll not be speaking yeah. about it on the show that's why i just mentioned it okay. there but i 20 percent 38 people voted for it
4: mm.
2: jesus those audience
1: man okay. Okay, we're at no. number two for Couchy, please. Yes, so I'm I'm going full Xbox on you, uh, Xbox podcast. My number two is Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, again, I thought that might bring you
3: number one, mate. I was expecting that number one.
1: Oh, no, I'm not that much of a capper. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Hi-Fi Rush, I'll, I will be honest, I'll put my hands up to it. I only played about the first 30 minutes of it at release. And it wasn't until, I think, oh, two months ago, where I sat down and went, I knew all the scores that were coming in for it, everyone waxing lyrical about it, and I went, I'm going to sit down and make this a kind of game in between reviews. And I sat down and I played it, and oh my God, I loved it. Uh, I really wish now that I hadn't left it as long, uh, but it's such a great... I mean, to have shadow dropped it the way they did for it to be is so clean. as what it is. It's one of the most well-optimized games that I've played all year. It is absolutely glorious on my PC. at A native 4K, 144Hz with the HDR. It's now my showcase that I use to show off my new TV to everyone. Not that I, I mean, if they can my... make it
2: run on PC, they're fucking wizards.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, and that that is... Uh, it's absolutely glorious. But between that... It's got great characters, really kind of good comical writing, and the music and the kind of gameplay, the uh, beat-em-up to the rhythm. It's absolutely glorious, and it's such a fun game. And, yeah, I just, like, I couldn't have it anywhere else on my list. Uh, I really, really, really did enjoy it so much once I finally got around to it.
3: Uh, good. Good. Now, I, I i was thinking, uh, you're less, I am hmm, I wonder... If- That'll be number one I tried To be fair I, In my defence I have zero rhythm at all <laughs> And I tried the game And I'm going What fucking beat? What beat? And I just that oh, no it wasn't for me um, I just I'm just like No it's not for me And it was no slant on the game at all In, in fairness Absolutely no slant on the game I'm just I just I don't I'm like What, what beat? Leave me alone I'm out I'm out
2: <laughs> i was some i was similar to you donnie like I, when i started up and i was like i love the art style i was like this looks cool as fuck yep uh, and i like i quite liked the combat but then i got it was a bit i got to about 30 minutes in and it was asking me to basically hit a door to a beat to open the uh-huh. door to get through i think yep and i was like i stood there for about 10 minutes and i, I was like i can't fucking open this door because up yeah, to that point i you. was like I, I felt like i was hitting a bit of the beat but I I obviously wasn't and then I got to this door where you had to hit a couple of perfect beats to get through and I was like I can't fucking get through the door uh, and I ended up not going back to it but other than that, other than being tone deaf clearly, I I, fu- I did like it, I thought it was really impressive um, and I'm sure if I go back to it and I figured out where the beat was then I would probably get it and I'd be alright but
1: yeah. uh, again I just, just, just moved on but <laughs> yes, that I, I was, was the only knock I would have I, to be fair, I can see it being that type of game for a lot of people. Uh, do you know what I mean? I know, as I said, it wasn't that I got stuck. I think it was I think it was Dead Space uh, Remastered that I dropped mm, it for yeah. or something along those lines. It could even have been Atomic Heart, actually. But it was just a kind of case of games got in the way. There was other things that I wanted to play first and I never quite made it around to it. But yeah. it's, the the last couple of levels, obviously if used to kind of didn't stick with it, you wouldn't have experienced it. It really builds into quite a kind of epic scale by the end of it all. Uh, what starts mm. off is quite kind of simple. The set pieces at the end are actually genuinely really, really impressive and quite big. Uh, so I, w- I was surprised by that because it wasn't something I was expecting for the game. I was expecting it to be very uh, one kind of one tone, if you know what I mean. But no, yeah. it's brilliant. And the characters, even if they don't do a hi-fi rush too, I'd love to see them use the characters for the game and some other kind of Microsoft or Xbox property because uh, they really were fantastic.
2: I think it's a game you would really like, Jess. I
0: think so too. But yeah, I, I'm slightly put off by the rhythm component of it because I don't think I'm very good at it either.
2: I mean, when you sing in the shower, it's pretty shite. Shut up.
1: <laughs> there is. The, I'm pretty sure there is quite a few accessibility options that you can change where it kind of gives you more kind of hints towards the beat. And when he actually Ah, be at Muttons, I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, So if you're struggling, it, try that. I don't Greg mode shit. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So was Hi Fi Rush in the viewers vote Did I finally pick one. It was. was, It was. We've managed
2: managed to include you here. Uh, Hi Fi Rush. It was there. Where are we? Where are we? Twenty one percent.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I thought it would be popular, uh, just kind of because it had that different art style.
2: Yeah, there was nothing else like it that year, mm-hmm. uh, this year. So I think, like, if like that type of art style, it being almost like a rhythm game, but also like a platformer. I think, yeah, if it, I think if that cl- connected with you, then there was nothing that was like, oh, but this came along and it was did it a bit better within yeah, the definitely. year.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Uh... Right. Jess. So, Jess.
0: Yeah. So, my number two is Sea of Stars.
3: Nice um, choice.
0: Yeah. So, I've I've said this before. Like, I've never been into turn based RPGs. I don't have the love, admiration, or nostalgia for any of these types of games. I've never played Chrono Trigger or anything else like it. Um, and so, I, you know, the fact that this is made number two for me is something I think and I think that that's part of it it's it's opened me up to something that I didn't think I liked
4: mm. Um,
0: and I, th- I suppose because they kind of put in some differences I think to the other ones you know so you could kind of change the order of your characters and I don't know some of the time and things it, it just I, I was able to play it and I appreciate what's there the story there were so many twists and turns and like just went in a completely unexpected direction before that the real ending. I think there were so many times I was like, oh, this is you know it's a big moment. This is gonna be it. It's gonna, you yeah. know, this is the climax. And then it just took. It just kept going. It went further. Um, the other thing I really liked was the tunes. <laughs> they were just the little I don't know chip tune sounds is that we call them. Um, they just the little melodies. Loved all of that, and you know, get stuck in my head all the time. Um, and yeah, just the the gorgeous pixel art style. But it's you know it's far crispier and more colourful and more detailed than you know mm-hmm. the games that kind of replicate. So yeah, loved it. And it's opened me up. Like I think Octopath Traveler's sitting there in the background for me, and I'm thinking of starting it. Like I did play the demo, I think, you when you it came did, out, yeah. um, and mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy on it. But having now played this, I think I could probably get more into it. Ah, I think. think so. will, See, were, yeah. with
2: you playing, with were you opening yourself up to like the turn based. RPG, and then like Couch earlier saying about the real-time game, I think th- these kind of experiences make a bigger dent on you because it's almost like opening up to a whole new type, yeah, a game yeah. like it's like, gaming hasn't been this for me before, and so I think those do create really memorable experiences because you're like, holy shit I've never played a game in this way before
3: Yeah Yeah, um, yeah that's a, that's yeah, a good, just, I'm, I'm only about 10 hours in, Jeff, just because when I, when I started playing it, I then I then re-downloaded Baldur's Gate 3. Well, that was a problem. So, but what I did play from the start was was really, really good. It's just a shame that then Baldur's Gate 3 grabbed me by the Baldur's. And um mm-hmm. and I've and I've been tuned in ever since. But yeah, that's a that's a great choice. I'm really glad you liked it. Because I get that turn-based isn't for everyone. I get that, you know. Um But when you open your mind, Craig, to new things. <laughs> Hey, I
2: played. You I played. A, I played fucking
1: hours worth of turn-based games this year. An hour. That's probably about the same as me and I'm crap at turn-based no, no.
2: games. So last year there was a turn-based game in my top. Five, certainly my top ten. I played thirty hours of a turn-based game this Oof. year.
3: I'm. I'm. I'm hip. <laughs> you're uh, I'm, you're I'm down. You getting with the program, are you?
1: Nice. I did try Sea of Stars. Uh, I thought it was stunning. I loved the art style Uh, and the music was absolutely wonderful. But again, it's just not my style of game. The turn-based thing isn't something I generally stick with. But I can totally appreciate why everyone would have it on a list and have loved it this year. I thought it was beautiful.
2: Yeah, definitely. Again, surprised by audience votes here, especially given the fact that this debuted on PS Plus and... Game Pass and then sold pretty well on Switch. It only got five really?
4: percent. I
2: thought it'd have been higher just because it was accessible yeah. to a lot of people and it reviewed really well. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um yeah, I mean I, a lot of this just comes down to the quality of the year, I think. Possibly
4: mm. exceptionally mm. high. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I don't I'm, I'm, know. I'm Some of these audience scores,
3: Craig. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's I think it's more about the fandom.
2: <laughs> it's a fucking audience you've helped foster your dick
4: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay my number two is going to be talked about in the future so I will pass over oh. to Donnie for your number one wow, here it your is. game of games
3: drum roll please insert drums My number one game is Fortnite. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I've not pulled a Greg. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. I wouldn't do that because it's not really
4: appropriate. No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My game of the year is Octopath Traveler 2. Yes. Um, Absolutely phenomenal game. And definitely one of the ones that I thought... Would have been in my top five. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect it to be number one, but it's just incredible. Um you guys already mentioned about how Sea of Stars looks. This is a much higher level in, yeah. in terms of the visuals. Yeah. The hate the 2D HD is is just just beautiful. And some of the some of the scenery, some of the oh, it's just much, nice. particularly the sort of western area and things as well, is it, it's just incredible. Um what this game does so well is, is that effectively modern day turn-based games that they're quite lucky because they've got thirty years of games to to steal ideas from and effectively that's what they do. And they do them well, you know, they pick bits that are good in some and, and better in others, and that's what it's done. And you've got this really compelling game where you have Eight, or sorry, eight non-linear stories all amalgamating into one and each of your characters just has, has different um, jobs to do in terms of combat jobs, different storylines and they all intertwine with each other and it's just brilliant storytelling from start to finish and you can kind of play it any way you want you can you can play it very linear, you can play it quite open it kind of leaves it up to you to decide but ultimately get into the, the same goal um, in terms, of, in terms of the combat, it's one of the best turn-based combats I've ever played. It really is that good. It's just taken what's a traditional turn-based style and then ramped up modern-day sort of effects onto it. And it's absolutely incredible. Um, some of the sort of combos you can do and different techniques you can do and the way you can then have um, your teammates and kind of work off those combos and things. It's just it's so unique. Apart from obviously Octopath Traveler 1, it's, uh, but it's so unique to Octopath Traveler. Um, and it's just a, a testament to what the team did there and what they built. Um, I genuinely didn't think it would be so good, but it really fucking is. And yet yeah, you have to play it. Jess, you especially, you have to play yeah. this game. After sea, after sea of Stars being so, like so far up your list, it's a no-brainer.
0: Which character do I start as? Because I think when I did the demo I was like the dancer chick. and she throne, she,
3: no, she was throne. a bit annoying. No. Throny is amazing. Yeah, Throny's brilliant. Yeah. She's one of my favourite characters. Or Ikari, the um the samurai, he's brilliant as well. Go for one of the one of them. But Throne's brilliant. And okay. she's so interesting nice. as a character as well.
2: So th- that Her. this was the turn based game that I played 30 hours of. Uh oh. and really fuck really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. Um I don't know. I mean, it's it's about seventy 80 hours in it. The game total.
3: Hey, what my platinum took quite, quite a long.
2: Day. Um, because like I don't know if I would have finished it, but the thing that took me away from it was remember my PlayStation like wiped its hard drive, oh, yeah. and so I did have a backup oh, yeah. save, but the backup save was like ten hours back from where I was, oh. and I was at the time I was just like. I wanted to keep going, but I was like, I'm not playing the fucking 10 hours that i just played again. And Mm -hmm. that's what stopped me. And at the time I thought, if I leave it a few months then that 10 hours won't seem as much of a repeat because I'll have forgotten some of it. Uh, And I haven't been back to it yet. But yeah, I was... I think it was actually longer than 30 hours. I think it's was maybe 35 hours into it. Uh, And I fucking really... I really really enjoyed it. It was... The thing that brought me in at first was how gorgeous it looked. Like, I was just like... I mean... like, there's so many times that people will say, oh, see, I picked this pixel art game. It's really, really good looking. And most of the time, I'm like, fuck off with your shit. Yep.
0: Coming from the man who was going on about a plant one time and how, look at those pixels, eight pixels, and it's a plant, you can see it. <laughs> I don't remember that.
2: Listen, the dark side detective is still unmatched, right? That is one of the best, two of the best uh, point and click games of the last decade Okay. right, if you want me to bring that up as number one, don't <laughs> fucking tempt me right, but um no, I, I, the the art style of the thing is absolutely brilliant and I, I did actually really click with the turn based uh, combat in that as well so there's, there's yeah. certainly I mean I, I haven't played enough turn based combat games to know exactly what the secret sauce is but there's definitely something different in there that makes it better for newcomers, I would say
1: Yeah, I think it was even a game that I think I'd said to you, Donnie, I was like, I have no interest in turn-based, but the the pictures that you were sharing of the game had really made me go, well, maybe that's one that I could be tempted into, because it just, like, it's so... The the, the images that you shared and everything I've seen of the game, it just looks wonderful. Uh, It's the type of thing you could really gush over, do you know what I mean? It's... Uh, but maybe one day on the ever-growing backlog from hell, uh, I'll get round <laughs> to giving that a try.
2: I think we're mm-hmm. going to get time in twenty twenty-four for some of this stuff. Yeah. There's not yeah, a lot of release dates. I mean, I'm sure but... there'll be plenty. We'll fill it up. But there's there's no, not the first, a lot the first of release no, dates the first at the
3: moment. Four months are mental again, man. I know it's mental. Months. They're only think, mental
2: for some people. I, they're not exactly. mental for me. They're mental oh, in big yeah. releases, but. I mean, I'm fucking not playing Taken.
4: Not near my.
3: Surely you're playing um, the new oh, fucking Yakuza. You like a Dragon Ball or whatever it's called. Um, I'm not Final Fantasy Seven. What? Fuck off. Maybe. Final Fantasy Seven. You're playing that? Come on.
2: I'll maybe play Final Fantasy Seven. You are playing it. We're falling out. I'm going to play The Prince <laughs> of Persia game, but there's Absolute. a lot of the A1. games out The
3: first one I'm playing A1. that, by the way. So January, there's January for you, right? Well, January and February, three
1: big games. Well, one for me. Oh come on, KG. No, that's taken. No, I'm like, oh no, that's what I'm saying. I stick. I stand by what I said. 2024 is looking like it's going to have a lot of games, but to me, there's a lot of niche games that aren't going to be for everyone.
4: Mm.
3: We'll see.
1: We'll see. <laughs> tune into tune
0: into next week's podcast episode. We are gonna go through twenty twenty four, what we know so far and
1: what's yeah. coming out. And tune into next
3: and tune into next year's episode where I tell them all they were fucking wrong.
1: Fair enough. I'm used to that. <laughs> uh,
2: so is it me? It is, but first of all, um i g I'm maybe not surprised and I suppose given that it is maybe more of a niche game, but Octopath only gets six percent of the vote.
3: That's not bad, considering some of the numbers
1: yeah. you came out with. That's yeah, actually all right. It was released quite a while ago as well, was it not? Aye, January. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Given January,
2: it one of the recency bias, it's going to suffer yeah. from the recency bias, and obviously it is a smaller title as well, so uh, it's maybe not too bad, but it's a game that I think deserves more than 6%, mm. is what I, what Absolutely I mean. Absolutely, uh,
1: From what I've seen, I would agree. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on to Couchy's number one. So is the, mm-hmm. is this the point when I'm meant to review the the previous ones as well? Then yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So your number one is also my number three and Craig's number two.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Which is? It's got to Fortnite. Be up. I know, stop it with your Fortnite. He'll uh, be in Fortnite soon. Where?
2: Yeah, he is. Is he in it now? That's what he is.
4: That's
1: right. Oh, uh, Number one for me is Alan Wake 2. Anyone that follows the website will know that I reviewed it recently for the website. And for the first time ever since I started writing reviews on games, I gave something a perfect score, 10 out of 10. I was absolutely blown away by Alan Wake 2. I consider it almost a piece of art rather than just a game because it's got so many different layers to it that all come together so well. The game looks fantastic. The voice work for the characters is amazing. The soundtrack was that good that Jeff Keely had to get it on the Game Awards and feature one of the songs from it. The game was just, I was hoping for it to be good. And I was in a unique kind of position last year where I played through Control at the start of the year and finished it off for the first time and then actually played through Alan Wake 1 in full for the first time so i got to kind of experience the three games and the remedy expanded universe or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. all in the one year in 2023 and that's maybe why i enjoyed alan wake quite uh, alan wake 2 quite so much because what remedy are doing and what they are building just just now is on another level uh sam lake should be Knighted and honoured, and made president of the USA, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) The man is an absolute lunatic, but whatever he is on just now, keep on giving him it because remedy are going from strength to strength. Alan Wake 2 is, if this is a sign of things to come from that company, I cannot wait for Control 2 or the Max Payne remasters because they are operating on a different level just now. Uh, so, I've probably waxed lyrical for about the 15th time this year about Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. Jess, uh, <laughs> Craig. Yeah, it's
2: just. We are playing again last night and see. Have the you level... finished it yet? So, we're on the last chapter. Right, okay. Uh, and I know I looked up to see what to make sure how close we were to the end, and it is the last chapter. I could have mm-hmm. probably pushed through and finished it last night, mm-hmm. but I just didn't want to rush it. It was absolutely yep, yep, shattered. Yep. It's not that type of um, game. Nah. it's it's fucking phenomenal, man. The the level of detail in the world, like Remedy's, not that big a team, and the I I, I get that. I mean, it's quite a long game, probably about take most people about 20 hours 15 to 20 hours i would say to get through it and yeah you do go to locations multiple times but my god the level of detail and the graphics in this game it's like i I think i said yesterday like naughty dog would be impressed by this and i hold them as the industry standards in terms of making a world look lived in but this is it's almost it's been taken to the next level. It just looks phenomenal. Just walking about going, how? How have they done all this? Yeah. Yeah. And that's before you get to the
3: story.
0: Yeah. I think you kind of touched on it when you said, you know, it's a it's a piece of art. And, uh, you know, I, I can't agree more with that. Like, obviously all games are creative and contain art, but I think... I don't know, I don't think there's many games that you would say this is a piece of art and just the way it sort of blends genres, the gameplay and the live action and then the way the songs resonate yep. with the plot and the gameplay, both lyrically and thematically. Like, there's just, there's nothing else like it. And so many times I'm like, is that is that a real person or is that... Graphics, I can't, you know, I mean, you're like looking closely at it and not being able to tell the difference in some cases. Yeah,
1: it, was, it goes back and forth, it and you are unsure. Well, yeah. It's done really, really well that uh, kind of really makes some of the kind of cutscenes, as you said, so difficult to tell what's actually coming next. And obviously, yeah. we're doing this spoiler free, but we'll just say that section of the game that's obviously been quite highly popularized uh, on Twitter uh that featured at the game awards i've never smiled so much in my entirety at a part of a game but it just made me happy
0: yeah there's basically like a musical with inside it as well almost isn't there like it's (laughs) It's... and the the way the way they build up the tension so well i mean you've got your few safe havens of light but you literally you literally never know what's around the corner so it's just Mm. you're always on your toes and um, and but bo- yeah, both the kind of the the main characters you play, um, Saga Anderson and and Almec, obviously. Like I just I love the kind of contrast between the two worlds that they're in. And it just, Saga you
2: know. Anderson is brilliant.
0: I really it's want brilliant. a jumper. I can't find it. Like they've Do released the knitting knit own... pattern. Well, I don't know how to knit. If somebody oh. wants to knit with but I have tried to look <laughs> online to actually buy one, and I can't find it anywhere. So...
1: They're missing a trick when it's selling. They are.
0: It. I would buy it.
1: But yeah, yeah. just. What a game. And like to be fair, I know Donny had his, you know, we slide dig walking simulator, whatever he wants to call it. The <laughs> combat the combat in this is a hell of a lot better than what the first game was. Because the oh, yeah. weapons feel meaty. And like I don't know if you I think one of the ones for me was the early unlock of the off shotgun for saga that you can get and mm. pretty much like right as you start. Wow, once you get the bullets for that, what a difference
2: that made. I think it's a very, very competent third-person shooter. Like yeah. th- that was the thing w- with the first game; it was almost felt like the combat was tacked on. Like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't particularly good. It certainly wasn't in near the game's strong suit. But yeah, I, I, I was that was one of the things I was sort of not shocked at, to be fair, because control. I thought, I, I thought it was really fun from a gameplay yep. perspective. Obviously, you're not going to get all the sort of powers. Moving over, but no, I th- I think gameplay
1: wise it's actually really really strong, way stronger than I expected. No, totally agree. Uh, Cause it, I think probably in the first one that was one side of the game where it was a wee bit wishy washy at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I mean? It was very much an an adventure game. I wouldn't really call it a shooter. Uh, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, as I said, and do you know what I mean? Sam Lake, and obviously this week we had the kind of tragic news of James McCafferty passing away, who of course had done the voice uh, for Alex Casey in the game. Uh, That's a just, huge blow. It's an iconic voice. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and I'm a, I'm a huge Max Payne fan as well. Do you know what I mean? And, oh, to, I mean to be fair, think, thinking about the the combat, it kind of there was almost that wee bit more of Max Payne coming back into the shooting. I felt, uh, mm. do you know what I mean? That kind of just a wee bit tighter gunplay, but. Yeah, as I said, I, I can't wait for what Remedy you've got coming next.
2: The fact that they're building this universe, it's, it oh. is really, really cool. Oh, and it's you, wild. The, you're, just, you're playing through Mac, uh, playing through Max Payne. You're playing through Alan Wake 2, and there's so many nods. There's just so many. I, and you, you can tell they're just going to keep expanding on this and expanding. And aye. It'll, it'll be difficult for them to, I don't know, maybe keep the continuity throughout the games. Obviously, with we know there's a Control sequel coming.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I, I just I hope they manage to maintain the quality. To be fair, all they need to do now is actually just have Atty the janitor show up and everything. <laughs> and then it's all tied together. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I uh, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely phenomenal game. It, it really is. It's It's so annoying to hear that sales are a little bit soft, although there's obviously... Yes. There's, there's reasons for that. Like It's it's only available on Epic on PC, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously it's not available physical. But this is a game, much like the first the first game, to be fair,
1: that's going to have legs. The first one was slow. Uh, yeah. It was slow, I think, eventually after the two remasters. I don't think there was confirmed numbers, but it finished up in about six to seven million, including mm-hmm. the remasters. So, I mean, if it's hit a million already, or roughly... It's not doing terrible,
4: but I would like to see you
1: sell more. Yeah, I think I think it's going to have legs. I
4: definitely do. So, hey,
0: Jess. Hang on, what did our oh, audience what? think of Alan do? Wake?
2: Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I've really dropped the ball with that. <laughs> uh, no.
0: it's a great idea. Thirty-five you
2: know. <laughs> percent of the audience yeah. uh, had Alan Wake in their top five.
4: Mm.
2: Nice. Okay. Which is probably about a fucking third of the folk that bought
4: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number one is the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Such a Nintendo fangirl. <laughs> I
0: can't help it. Um, much like you, Couchy, like I played Breath of the Wild this year as well. So I basically did these games back to back and with Tears of the Kingdom, it just made everything better. Obviously, it's a sequel yep. and, you know, there's simple quality of life improvements, you know, a really good story, and, a, you know, I would argue a better story than Breath of the Wild, it, memorable characters, and then this, the little kind of limitless new building mechanics that they added in, like, really make you kind of rethink what's possible. Um, they also, like, tripled the size of the map, there's three layers to explore, um, and new abilities and you know ways to interact with the environment as well. And I just there's just so so much to do. And I think the thing is, so much of it is worth doing. So side quests like really feel like worthwhile endeavors rather than just kind of meandering distractions to pad the game out. And the main story itself hooked me really quickly. And I mean, yeah, obviously you're stopping some you know evil Ganondorf and saving Princess Zelda as usual, but it's still <laughs> really captivating. And I think. Another thing I enjoyed compared to other open world games is that you're not kind of handed a checklist of like waypoints to methodically clear off. Like I find it quite overwhelming when maps are like littered with dots. Um, but instead you're you're kind of given the bare minimum to complete the main quest and basically a blank map that you can choose to fill in yourself. And it's that exploration for me that. <laughs> I really really enjoyed about it Like marking down your own points of interest As you die from the sky Or kind of hearing rumours from the townsfolk As you walk by Or simply just getting lost And then stumbling by something interesting it, I just find it so much more rewarding Than kind of following an arrow to your next destination So yeah just, I don't know A blank map I think can be more powerful sometimes Than a full one um, But yeah I just A very very good sequel <laughs>
3: yeah to be fair jess it was one of these ones that i I toyed with it myself um I'm surprised how much I really enjoyed this game i think I think you said it well like oh, the sort of the unlimited build and all the different um powers they added in just kind of added this almost almost feel like a fourth dimension type of thing, didn't yeah. it um but v- very very good game um I don't know what it was that, that for me that didn't put it in like i didn't do a lot of the side stuff and I, I feel as though i was rushing through it a bit just because there was so much coming out I think that launched in may if i remember rightly um i was then starting to get excited obviously for diablo and things like that as well i remember just kind of rushing it and and rushing it when my boy was playing it as well but very much did enjoy it and it is, it is a brilliant game
0: yeah so see, I, th- I think i what i did was rush through breath of the wild because i knew Tears of the Kingdom mm. was coming out, so I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I definitely took my time with Tears of the Kingdom and just explored as much as I possibly could. And there's there's still stuff I need to go back to that I've not uncovered. So yeah, I, I definitely think that's maybe impacted your experience a little bit. But yeah, it's, yeah, and also granted, it you know technically it probably doesn't compare to stuff on PS5 and Xbox Series X. No, of it's course, sort of, of course. You know, um, but you know I, I I don't know I don't maybe value resolution and frame rate above lots of other things, so... um... I feel
1: attacked, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was definitely a fucking calculated dig, by the way. (laughs) That was like
1: a fucking harpoon.
0: All I'm saying is, I'm quite happy on my Switch Lite at 30fps. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Obviously, uh, to be fair, like I can't play the Legend of Zelda games on PC. There's absolutely no way that I could play them, and I totally haven't played either of the two games that you've just spoke about on my PC, and can't say that they are actually very, very good.
2: I I played a tiny bit, but this was one where I've never I've never played a Zelda game, right? Mm-hmm. And I was... There was something about this where I was like, it looks cool, and you had been playing through Breath of the Wild, so you were excited about it, everyone was excited about it, and I was like, oh, it does look pretty good, I'd like to give this a shot. But then... When it came out, you were buzzing for it. Our boy was buzzing for it. And so there was, like, an initial, like, two- to three-week period where the cartridge was probably being used about 18 hours a day.
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And you two were, like, negotiating (laughs) with each other back and forth to get it. And I was, like, I remember at one point, I didn't get too close to it, but I was, like, I might fucking buy another Switch. We already had two, but I was like, I might just go and buy another Switch, because I, I really did want to play it. Mm-hmm. But by the time I could have got access to the, the cartridge we had, it was, the the moment had passed. Mm-hmm. And maybe I would go back to it at some point, but I feel like I was caught up in the release of it, but I just, I wasn't able to play it because there was not a point when you were off it. Do
1: you know, not think that's happened quite a lot this year, though, just due to the sheer amount of games that we've had. There's been like years and gone past where I'll go, well, that's coming out in March, but I'm going to play that and I'm going to, I'll pick something, I'll play that at the end of the year. This year, you've kind of lost that time because there's always been something else coming out. It's been relentless, absolutely relentless. And I
2: I know you guys aren't really like that in touch with the VR space, but there's this thing going on just now where it almost feels like, I mean, there's been VR games coming out all year, and a steady stream of them yep. on PSVR too. But there's something going on in December where yeah. all of a sudden a bunch of publishers have went, "Oh fuck, we meant to release that." Uh-huh. There's the amount of VR two games that have come out in December is insane, and it's it's not even just that. It's a bunch. There's loads of like ports that all of a sudden no one's known they're coming, and then they've just been on Twitter. Oh, by the way, surprise, it's available today. Almost every day for the last week, somebody's popped up and went, by the way, mm. you're like, what, what, what's going on?
1: That's He's a
2: break. It's, oh, it's insane. Absolutely. 2023, I, I I genuinely think that some of these publishers are going to regret not having held their nerve a bit and went, let's just hold off a wee bit. There's definitely multiple games that have have been burned yes. by... Going, now. Nah, let's just get it out And they've released on top of too many other things We yeah. look back to October you. Oh, Remember October? Jesus Christ That was mad
3: Alan I'll, 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 I'll Wake 2 is the prime example of that I said that I don't think this is going to sell well And it was nothing to do with the digitals The the, the lack of physical, it was the timing I fucking called that at the time
2: Yeah mm. For yeah, me, I they mean, should have what, held off
3: They should Remember
2: they delayed it a week And you're like, I don't mm-hmm. know what you think a week's going to do I <laughs> yeah. know, I've done nothing No. Nah. The problem is that you you push stuff and you're like when is a good time, yeah. But like I mean, you look at you look back at what's the game that also moved? The one with uh, no, Mir-
3: Mirage got put forward a week, didn't it, to avoid the um, Spider-Man two? Remember, Alone in the Dark. That was a <laughs> oh, good yeah, move.
2: That was yeah. selling. That I think it looks really cool. It was selling two copies. Oh, and one of them was you. Aye.
4: Aye.
2: I'm not saying it's going to do gangbusters that, in January, that, but fuck me, that thing was that, dying in October.
3: Uh, <laughs> Banishers of Eden, that's been moved yeah. as well, isn't it, to avoid it? I think that looks quite intriguing.
2: That looks quite good, actually, yeah. But again, uh, that would have I fucking died a
3: death. Yep. I'm not convinced it won't anyway, but I quite like the look of it.
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's going to do great, but back in October, November, that thing was fucking dead.
1: Nah, yeah. it was just madness. Absolute crazy month.
2: Okay, so... Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom got 29%
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, of the audience voted for that. And again, I think that had that released later in the year, it probably would have been higher as well, because yeah. although it was May, May feels like a lifetime ago. It, does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I see you right.
0: Okay, number know 0- for you, Craig, please.
2: My number 1 is Lies of P. Mm. Oh, really? Which again, like I say, could have went back and forth and I probably if you ask me tomorrow, maybe the order would be different. But I absolutely loved this game. <laughs> I laughed, I cried, I punched walls. <laughs> oh man. It was this is the first souls like game that I've ever completed. Um it's it's solid. But the world is so good and the characters are so intriguing and the story is really intriguing that there was always, there was never that time where I was like, fuck this, I'm done. There was, fuck this, I'm putting this off and I'll come back tomorrow and I'll try again. (laughs) And there was plenty of, I am physically not good enough to do this, I'm away to grind for two hours and then I'll come back and try again. But it was just, it was absolutely brilliant. Like, in the preview footage that I saw, I liked what I saw, but I was like, I know fine well that I'll play this for an hour, and I'll get fed up, and I'll I'll stop. But I think, I don't know, I don't know what it did different, like, I've, I never played Bloodborne, uh, I never, I played Elden Ring up to a certain point, maybe got like a quarter of the way through it, and I mm-hmm. thought it was alright, but the world, like, Everyone else sort of seemed to like gravitate to the world and the universe and Elden Ring, whereas it, it just didn't do much for me. Whereas yeah. this it really did. I I loved the all the weapons. I love the fact that you could like do different combinations with a handle and like you could sort of almost felt like creating your own weapon and the the weapons felt different. They had different attacks and you really could customize the game to to suit you. Like if you wanted a tank build or if you want like I I chose to go lighter and be able to get my my attacks didn't do as much damage, but it was a lot faster and that worked for me. Um yeah, the the whole thing, the it was just so unique, everything about it. Absolutely loved it. Um and I think as well, like, the fact that I was able to finish it, there was such a, like, euphoria of when <laughs> I actually managed to finish one of these games that that's probably what pushed it over the line for me. But I, I honestly, I genuinely, I, I loved it. I really did. Um, and for a new IP, again, that's this this team's first game. Yep. Yeah. They've done really, really well with it. Aye. And to hear that it sold well as well, because I wasn't expecting yes. that. I really wasn't expecting that, especially being in Game Pass as well. Like, I, Like, I don't know, I just... I think there's, I I don't think this gets talked about a lot, but I do honestly believe that there's a thing where, with some games that go, I mean, usually it's most day one releases on Game Pass, right? It's not necessarily a Game Pass fault thing, but there's more day one releases on Game Pass than there is on PS Plus. I do think there's a thing where if a game comes day one, a third party game comes day one to Game Pass, that... I think that affects sales on PlayStation sometimes because if you're a PlayStation gamer, you sort of look over and go, fuck's sake, I'm getting done here. I'm having to pay seventy pound, and they're getting it for nothing." Yeah. And I'm but, not saying that it makes. I mean, I'm not saying it makes like a fifty percent difference in that, but I do think there is that. I think there is something to that, and so to hear that it's still sold well, I I, I think they've done a they're really impressive. Debut with this game, and I'm really excited to see the DLC and what comes next.
3: Yeah, I am going to try it one day. Um I must admit, I think I think um, you'll I
2: really am, like it. By the way, I am
3: I am going to try, even though even though in terms of aesthetics and world, steampunk is right down at the bottom with with what I like. I I fucking hate steampunk. I really do. Always have done. It's never been an aesthetic that I like. And that's what put me off this. See if this was set in any other time apart from steampunk. I probably would have jumped on by now. I'm just can't stand steampunk. Um, And that's what's put me off. It's not... I would happily try it. (laughs) You know, I would happily have tried it otherwise. You know, I I beat Elden Ring, you know, so I would have given it a go, but... Yes, it will come though. I will. I, I'm determined to.
2: I, I think the gameplay will be good enough that
1: you'll you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be fair. I'm not. I'm not Elden Ring. I'm not Soulsborne. That's not my thi- type of thing. I jumped in because it was on Game Pass. The joy that is, uh, and I was really enjoying myself. Uh, I think I got played maybe an hour or so, which is a hell of a lot of Souls like for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can see it, Craig. Uh, to be fair, like it is something that I'll leave on the PC and I'll jump into it from time to time. Whether yeah. I'll get all the way through it or not, I'm not convinced. But I love the setting and the kind of the idea for the story. Uh, and that DLC is looking fantastic. The idea behind that is great. Yeah, I really, I just,
2: I hope they continue to deliver on it because. Because, yeah, I, think, I I love seeing a new studio come along and do well. And the fact that, like, I don't know, we, to me we saw that as well with Atomic Heart, but I don't yeah. think they got the, the credit they deserved. And it's nice to see with this one that they did.
1: Yes. yes, fully agree.
0: Well, that has summed up our picks. Is there an overall pick, Craig, or an so, overall list?
2: There was a top five from the audience... Okay,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and so what we're going to do is we're going to take the top five from the audience, and at that point we'll have five top fives.
4: Mm. And what I have
2: done is I've done the math. So everyone's number five will get one point. Everyone's number everyone's number four will get two points. Okay, yeah, and so forth. Everyone's number one will get five points, and that oh, we, gets oh, added we, together. We gathered
3: that bit, yes, yes.
2: for an I overall. Wondered,
3: I wondered how far you were going to go with the explanation. Well, I was going to go the full yeah, way. You know. <laughs>
2: I mean we did it last year so you should know uh, and that will go towards an overall pure dead game of the year so the audience top 5 in reverse order number 5 was Zelda Tears of the Kingdom number 4 was Baldur's Gate 3 number 3 Lies of P Mm. which I didn't expect it to be as high number 2 Starfield.
3: Mm. Come on! That just says it all, doesn't it? (laughs) Fucking
4: hell, man. (laughs) I mean, hey, Uh. Starfield's
2: in my top 10. It's not my top Uh. 5, but it's in my top 10. It got 33% of people voted for it. Uh. And the audience's number 1 was Alan Wake 2. Wow. So that brings us out. At Alan Wake being the game of the year overall, it got 12 points in total. Wow. Well deserved.
0: Well deserved, yes.
4: No, it didn't. It got. <laughs> five, Not more ten. than that, yeah. Aye. It got.
2: Holy shit. 5, ten, 14. Jesus. It got 17 points. Jeez. 17 <laughs> points. Uh, for Alan Wake too And it's, it's far and above number one And uh, to be honest I I don't think, I know you haven't played it yet Donnie I think you will play it at some point, I genuinely do Like Yeah, yeah uh, do. I
3: will At some point yeah
2: And yeah I think it's a worthy winner uh, It's a phenomenal, phenomenal game And hopefully, like we say, it does have the legs That we hope Thanks for yeah.
0: Okay. Well right. thank you very much That Wraps up um Pure Dead Gaming's Game of the Year episode. Uh, we will be back with another episode next week, as I mentioned, looking forward to twenty twenty four. So make sure you listen out for that. Um There's nothing
2: to look forward to. <laughs> we're all a year older.
3: <laughs> and it's my birthday soon. Look,
1: everyone, oh, aye, it's dear. Donnie's
3: birthday. Oh. New Year's Day, aye.
1: Well, happy birthday when it comes, big man. Yes,
0: indeed.
3: Like like we won't be talking every fucking minute of every day between <laughs> now and then, mate. Save it for text, all right? Oh, Save it for
2: the Look, We're trying to publicly not look like cunts here. Just let us do it. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: that ship has sailed, mate.
2: That's true. <laughs> that ship sailed a long
3: time ago. Yeah, yeah long time. The, the only one here with any credibility is Jess. <laughs>
4: Oh, thanks. That's man. grim as well. That's fucking grim. You it? you, I aye, know.
1: Aye, that's, uh, it's not a list you want to be on Jess. <laughs> not Jamie's list. Oh no.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Ketchy and Donny, for your contributions um, in this episode, and you as well, Craig. What was the fucking
4: scene?
3: Unbelievable fucking shithouse in there. That was a little bit high. <laughs> that
1: wasn't was it? good. Oh, you I mean, hell. to be fair, after after picking Does that mean you made the list?
3: I mean, you know, oh, fuck.
2: is it is you don't think it's one of the top five experiences of the year? No. <laughs> oh, get in the ban. No, not, 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 n-
3: not for a not for a game of the year list. No. Get in the ban. Best <laughs> ongoing game.
4: Oh come Best on! Game.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was, that's Fortnite all day long, and we know it. Okay, bye everyone.
4: Thank you. Bye. bye. bye.